Camp, Camp, Camp Radio. Camp Radio. Camp. Welcome to Camp Radio, a podcast production of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Camp Radio, discussing trends and issues that will encourage ministries and churches in their efforts to impact people for Christ. To learn more about TN Baptist Camps, visit us at tnbaptistcamps.org. Now, today's Camp Radio. Thank you for joining us on Camp Radio. My name is Kevin Perich, and I'll be your host. Churches across the country continue to face challenges of just rethinking how ministry is done. Children's ministry is even more important than ever before because of the impact of just the lack of contact with other children. Today we have with us Dave Shelley. He's the Director of Missions at Wilson County Baptist Association in Lebanon, Tennessee. Dave, thank you for joining us. Well, it's good to be here. Well, uh, once you let's start off and just tell a little bit about yourself. Well, I currently serve as Director of Missions, as you already said, in Wilson County, uh, which is in Lebanon. I have a wife, Melissa. She works for an elementary school in Murfreesboro, uh, and we have a 31-year-old son that God gave us through adoption 29 years ago. As far as my family, I'm I'm a Pennsylvanian that was in a in a sports family. My dad was very very active in professional sports in Philadelphia. Mm. Growing up, my entire experience was nothing but sports. It was either an Eagles game or a Phillies game or a basketball college basketball game. Yeah. Or, so consequently, from the time I was about two or three years old, I was throwing all kind of balls in the backyard. And and from that, I did not realize that God gifted me athletically. And it was because of, of athletics and particularly basketball that I was able to go to college. And I thought, well, this is my dream. I always wanted to play big-time college basketball. I went to the University of South Carolina, which at that time was, was a powerful team and was coached by Frank McGuire and Hall of Fame coach. And yeah. Of course, in those days, only freshmen could play basketball. And I did not realize that five games in the season against Marquette University, my basketball career would come to an end. Hmm. I was trying, I was fighting for a rebound with a guy that was about 100 pounds more than me and about 12 inches bigger than me. (laughs) And I came down, he came down, and my foot got squashed and the Achilles tendon got tore. Hmm. And back in 1971, when you tore an Achilles tendon, you were done. Your career was over. Uh, the good news out of that, though, I had an opportunity, it was, it was right after that, that for the very first time I heard about Jesus Christ. I had a man who was on staff with the Navigators who came looking for my roommate. My roommate knew he was coming, decided to disappear that night. I couldn't go anywhere. I was, <laughs> I was on crutches trying to rehab in, in, in the athletic dormitory there at South Carolina. And he said, well, since your roommate's not there, can I ask you a question? Mm. I said, Sure said, do you know what a Christian is? I had no idea what a Christian was. He said, he asked me a second question. He said, can I share something with you? And I said, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. And you look like good company. And so tell me what you know. And he took out a little pamphlet called The Four Spiritual Laws, took me through the Four Spiritual Laws. And 30 minutes later, I prayed a prayer, invited Jesus into my life. I did not know what that really meant. Uh, I did not... I did not have a Bible. The very next night, he came back, and he brought me a Bible, and then he gave me an assignment. He said, you got 15 other guys that's staying on this floor with you, and we're going to tell everyone what happened last night. (laughs) So I learned about personal evangelism really really early. (laughs) 
And, you know, it was through sports uh, that God gave me that. I mean, I had that opportunity. I wouldn't have been in South Carolina had I not been playing basketball. So, you know, I, I came to know Jesus. I began the process of growing with him through the Navigator ministry. You know, it was then I just really didn't. I came to the place where I had a scholarship, but I really didn't want the scholarship because mm. it meant that in keeping the scholarship, someone who could play would not have a scholarship. Mm. Uh, coach McGuire talked to me about just being his coach coming. And I thought, no, that's not really for me. I don't know why I'm in school. Uh, God took me out of that. And God took me back home. At that time, my family was living in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I struggled to find a church. Uh, so I looked at the yellow pages and I found out there was a Southern Baptist church there in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Hmm. And I went there and God began speaking to my heart. And the church was growing. They had a young pastor. And it was one of the fastest growing churches in the Southern Baptist Convention in the in the early 70s. And and God was doing an amazing thing there. And we, we brought in a guy by the name of Larry Lewis who taught us how to do bus ministry. And he gave us a challenge. And he said, listen, he said, I want you guys to run a bus, pick up some of these kids. He said, they're not in church anywhere and they're out playing on Sundays. He said, but you'll never have more than 40 on that bus. He said, because the area, there's there's not 40 kids in this area. Well, that first year, we, we averaged 82 kids wow. a Sunday on that bus. Yeah. So I, I knew that God had, you know, God had his hand on me. Uh, I, I didn't know what all that meant. About a year later, I had an opportunity to go to a Navigator Collegiate Conference. I was also trying to get on the college campus up there in Lancaster and just share my faith with mm-hmm. college students. And I went to a Navigator conference. And at that Navigator conference that Sunday morning, the man who was preaching gave us an opportunity to surrender the full time. And I knew the entire weekend through the, my quiet time, through just everything that took place, that God was doing something in my life that weekend. And so I surrendered through ministry. God, wherever you want me to go. And I did not know at the time that God was already preparing a place for me. And so I ended up in Oregon working with the Baptist Convention of Oregon and Washington, going to church to church, teaching them how to pick up boys and girls to get on buses Hmm. to get in their their program. So it was very definite that that God's hand was on me on that. Uh, One of the hardest decisions I have ever made in my life was leaving Oregon because I really loved it out there. And but God said, no, you're going back to Pennsylvania. There's there's some churches you need to plant. And so I was involved in planting five churches mm. in, in Pennsylvania. Uh, they were not close to one another. Some yeah. of them were two hours away. But yeah. all of them are, are, you know, as far as I know, I try to keep up with a little bit of it. They're still they're still reaching people for Jesus. Yeah. And that's that's the big thing. Uh, my passion, my life first. It was at that missionary conference. They were they were preaching on to become all things to all men and to run the race. And and God just said, "This is your verse. Hmm. To the weak I became weak, that you may win the weak. Yeah. I become all things to all men, that you may win some. And I want you to be a partaker of the gospel of Christ. Now run this race hmm. and run it till you reach the finish yeah. line. So that's you know, that's kind of you know, and, I, and it's been a it's been a day by day following of Jesus." It's been just wherever, Lord, you know, I've done all assortments of work in, in church. I've done every staff position you can do. I even started, I started as a preschool, working in preschool. And I'm thinking, I don't know how I did that. <laughs> the only thing I did good at that was learning how to change baby's diapers. Yeah. <laughs> that was about it. Uh, but, but God took me from that and into children's ministry 
youth ministry, minister of education, minister of evangelism, executive pastor of a church. And then God gave me an opportunity to pastor before God opened the door for me to be a director of missions. Now, going back when uh, all this began to happen, when, when Christ was preparing your heart, what uh, what did your parents think about all this was happening? Oh, oh my parents, uh, they didn't understand anything about Christianity. I shared my faith, and they thought I was a religious fanatic. In fact, all the family called me a religious fanatic that I lost my marbles. They just never understood it. I think my dad, as he got older and older and older, realized that this was something that was real. Uh, you know, I, I many, many times I sh- shared my faith with my dad, but... Yeah. My dad just had reasons, his own reasons, why he just he just never received Jesus as his personal Lord and Savior. That's sad. That's tragic because he's not going to be in heaven. And uh, and so you know, there's times I cry about that. Yeah. And and I think maybe when we get to heaven and when when Jesus wipes the tears, that we're looking at folks that's not there with us. Yeah. And so they had a choice. Well, and I know that's kind of difficult of of just uh, wrestling. You're trying to follow God's plan, and then. You're, you don't necessarily have that support as a, a, a in, within the family, but you uh, just dig in and yeah. you just trust, yeah. and, and God opens doors. Well, and my pastor in Pennsylvania, I became their second son. He really invested in me, and, and I'm who I am because, well, so many different people have, have been a part of my life. And and it's because of their influence or impact in my life. That's who I am today. Well, now, so what is your passion for, for ministry? I know you've done a lot of different things, and, and I've known you for uh, a few years. And, of course, I've only mostly known you as the rec guy for camp, you know. But I know you travel all over uh, the place, and you have for years. And I get, I'm assuming, assuming you want to continue. Of course, this has been a difficult time or a different time. Because you were planning on retiring a year ago, right? Yes. And so COVID kind of changed that. Did you want to continue to do camps? I think you were, weren't you? Well, uh, you know, I, I keep telling people I want to have, I want to go out and bang. Yeah. <laughs> and even when I go out in retirement, I don't know what that's going to look like, but I'm still going to be involved in camps. Sure. I told a young man that I have mentored for four years, he's going to take over. Association is great with him taking over and doing because we do we do six community centers in Wilson County in the summer with mm. day camps. Yeah, and he has he has learned it. He's good doing it. Mm-hmm. He has a passion for for boys and girls. For me, sports was just so much a part of my life. This year, you know, I, what started in 1972, I, I did four weeks in Atlanta, Georgia, where the Olympics took place. Uh, I was in a navigator summer training program, and I was—I became a rec person for the city of Atlanta. And they had me just play games with kids for eight hours a day out yeah. in this open field. <laughs> I got to tell them stories. Yeah. So, so I've had some influential people in my life that taught me about storytelling, and and so I've been able to use that and 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 the stories. Some of them were biblical stories. Some of those were good Bible verse stories that really weren't Bible verse stories, but they told a Bible verse. But this will be my 50th year. And there's never been a stoppage. There's never been a year. Last summer, in the midst of all the COVID, we found ways to be creative with all of this. We were able to do seven day camps, help churches with four vacation Bible schools in in the Wilson County area, Carthage, Cookville, that area. Mm -hmm. 
And and we got very creative. You know, instead of tagging a, a child with a hand, they tugged children with a noodle. Yeah. <laughs> and so we did a lot of creative things, even with ball games that we played. Uh, we, we really pra- practiced safe distancing. And I, you know, I, I didn't hear one complaint from anybody. So, uh, but we really had to be intentional with it. Mm-hmm. About every 45 minutes, I made the kids go wash their hands. And then we counted two minutes while they were washing their hands because, you know, kids are to throw soap on their hand. And, but for me, when I went into ministry in the churches, it was an opportunity to reach moms and dads. Mm. And, and particularly in the pastorate, because I went to the churches I went to, when I went there, they didn't have a whole lot of children. And so what are we going to do? Well, there's kids in the neighborhood. So go knock on some doors, get some balls out in the front yard, start offering a, a week of camp mm-hmm. free. Kids are going to come. Moms need a free babysitter. And we went from 8 in the morning till 4 o'clock in the afternoon. But what that gave me was an opportunity to go talk to mom and dad. Mm. And next thing you know, we were baptizing mom and dad. And we may not have baptized the children, but we did baptize mom and dad. A lot of those children were were really young. Mm -hmm. But then when they reached the age of 9, 10, 11, moms and dads were fine with us. You know, they had made profession of faith. Let's go do it. So God has blessed that. And, and and I'm just thankful to be a part of that. 27 years ago, I, I got I got a call from the WMU in the state of Tennessee, and they said, "Dave, we need someone to do this camp, but here's the condition: you got to bring an all girls team of actines." Mm. And so that was the start of All Nations Camp for me oh. at Camp Linden. I did not realize by the time before the week was half over, they said, "Hey, this camp is your camp." Uh, we we never seen anybody do some of these things that you're doing and 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 are you ready to preach and i'm thinking no i'm not ready to preach but if you want me to preach i'll preach yeah and uh so it was you know john 3 16 i don't think you can mess that up right. so, so i think i preached john 3 16 the first all nations camp and, yeah. and every year they keep saying we want you back i'm waiting for the day when they tell me i'm you know yeah. you're, you're kind of too old you're over the hill but but i've learned in that that i've become the pastor to all these kids. And right. some of these who were children back in 1995, which was my first year with All Nations, they have sent their children to All Nations mm-hmm. camp now. 11 years ago, 10 years ago, uh, Linda Shinnery, who was doing Journey Camp, said, you're the guy I've been hearing about. I need you to show up, do recreation. Well, I showed up to do recreation. One of the Bible teachers didn't show up, so I was teaching the Bible, one of the Bible classes on the run. And, and of course, when you, when you got stories, you can tell stories, and kids love to listen to right. stories. So I've used stories. <laughs> In fact, a lot of folks, I use a guy by the name of Sunday School Charlie, and, and there's people that think that I'm Sunday School Charlie. Well, I'm not Sunday School Charlie, <laughs> but it's a great story. It teaches a great lesson. It, it gives an opportunity for a child that listens to the story to come to know Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. Uh, but the camps have been, have been tremendous. In Wilson County, the day camps, you know, we're not only in Wilson. My, my, my problem is doing this so long, like this summer, I've got a preacher boy in Texas that wants us to come out there and do a day camp for them. We got a state convention in New Mexico that wants us to come out there and do a day camp, a camp for them. Yeah. We've got a, we've got a guy in Dayton, Ohio, that was one of my preacher boys. He wants me to come up there. You know, there's only a certain amount of weeks that right. you have in the summer. <laughs> Plus, I am a director of missions. Right. Yeah. You know, with the day camps, you know, that's great because I'm in the community. 
We're helping our churches. We're encouraging our churches to bring to send their children. In fact, we try to follow up Vacation Bible School. And we're right in we're in Lebanon this year, right after about eight of our Lebanon churches are doing Vacation Bible School. So the idea is to give them a handout, invite them to our day camps. And listen, we charge twenty dollars for a whole week. Oh, yeah. Now, I mean, you're not you're not going to find any cheap cheaper babysitting. But right. we not only get to we don't really babysit them. We get to play these very unique type games. And then I get to tell a mission story every day. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell a Bible story every day. Right. So, you have, so you have two opportunities there. I also get to sing some of the old, old bus songs of the 1970s. And, yeah. and kids look at me like, where did that song come from? <laughs> you know, where that's, and I, I'm so off key. But no one knows it. You just sing. You yeah. just sing with the joy for Jesus right. when you do that. So. Well, any association or church can do something like yes. this, no matter what yes. size, and, and and especially association can really uh, impact their their county if just organize some sort of day camp. Right. right. And, and we made it, you know, very clear with the journey camps. I'll give a handout to the leaders. We have helped some of the churches that have been involved in journey camp. We've mm-hmm. actually gone there. We don't charge. If the church gives us money, it goes to the association. Or if I take this uh, one of my students with me, they'll get the money. Uh, association pays me a salary, and I'm just thankful for that. Uh, but we, I mean, we're willing to go right. and and to help and and say this is what we do. It may not be work for you, but it'll give you some ideas. I I, I tell folks we were doing backyard Bible clubs mm. before backyard Bible clubs ever became as popular as they are today because yeah. that's all we've ever known. Right. We call them neighborhood clubs. Right. We call them summer fests. We call them day camps. We made all kind of strange names for them. Yeah. But kids showed up, and, and moms and dads were thankful. And next thing you know, moms and dads had a gospel presentation in right. their home. And, and that's what it's about, is reaching people through through what we do. And if you like what you were alluding to a minute ago, as you said that you had uh, some kids come to your camps and they've got older and they sent their kids. Yeah. You know, that is such a, a neat thing to realize. Now, sometimes it may make you feel a little old, but for the most part, you realize, wow, look at how many people have been impacted. Yeah. You know, especially when you begin to see generations yes. come through the the program that you've been you you've had the privilege to be a part of it's yeah. just neat. I, I've had children. This is this really makes me feel old. I've had children in Wilson County, p- particular, because I was there for five years earlier in the late seventies and the early eighties. They came as kids, and now they're sending their grandchildren oh, to wow. our day camps. <laughs> I mean, you think about feeling old? Yeah. Yeah, that's my that's my grandchild. Yeah. I said, I had you when you were six years old, and now I got your grandchild. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just, yeah. it's something. Yeah. Well, it's neat that you can continue to stay involved, and, and you're in great shape. I mean, you, yeah. and you're always going, going, so that's good. And, and you know, that's why I think that uh, we, we need to focus on, especially as ministers, is that we need to be the best we can, yes. that we can continue to the end, yes. just giving all we can, to the Lord, don't we? Yes. I mean, that's so important because, I mean, take care of yourself. You know, I tell folks, watch what you eat. I'm in the gym 530 every morning mm. because I've got to keep up with kids all summer. Yeah. And yeah. it's not only the summer we do we do our day camp. We do, I've got to camp in two weeks. Oh, wow. Because Wilson County schools are going to be on spring break. I guess it's three weeks, but they're on spring break. Parents will want some place to send their kids. So we're hoping that the weather is at least good enough where we can stay outside without these big, thick, heavy coats because we're right. going to be outside. 
Well, and you're all coming here the end of uh, July. We'll be here. The association will be here the end of July. We'll open you up with All Nations Camp and close you down. With that's right. Association. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. You're right. Yes, you're right. and in the middle, I got Journey. Yeah, that's right. You'll be here three times yes, this summer. Yes. That's awesome. As a director of missions, you're a pastor of pastors, and uh, you know that pastors have been struggling. Yes. And it's been a very difficult time. It was difficult before. This has just amplified it. Is it important for a pastor to get away? Oh, it, absolutely. Uh, it, it really is. I try to encourage our pastors to do that. I think, Kevin, what you're doing with these walking the Appalachian Trail, with the with the fishing and the opportunities like that, I, I think that's a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. We had one of our pastors who participated yeah. in the fall with you, brought his son. Mm-hmm. And I think we've got one or two others that already are planning on coming right. in May or April, toward the end of April. And, and I'm going to do a better job as a director of missions because mm-hmm. this is a tool I can put in their hands and say, right. guys, listen, you need this break. And, and I preach it to our churches. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm involved in our churches. Uh, I really think about our pastors mm-hmm. because there is a lot of stress. There is a lot of strain. And a one-week vacation to the beach is, is not enough. Uh, but to be able to do something like this, and, and here's the neat thing about coming with you, Kevin, is they get to hang out with like-minded people. Right. I mean, they're in ministry. And, and, and so they can they get a new friend. And it may be a lifetime friend. And and they get to share the frustrations of ministry, Mm -hmm. the successes of ministry. uh, And then they get all this nice exercise that you provide for them. That that may be a problem for some of them. (laughs) Uh, You know, three days on the Appalachian Trail may be a problem. You just can't walk right into that and do all that walking. But it's important to keep ourselves in good shape. It is. It is. And and, and then, yeah, we desperately need to get away and, and you're right. You know, going to the beach is nice. Go spend time with your family. But trying to disconnect, even when you're at the beach, doesn't always work. Right. And sometimes you have to get completely away from uh, what we call off the grid, yeah. completely away from things. And we have to do that retreat away. Well, Dave, I appreciate you coming and, and spending a few minutes with well, me. Thank you. I've known you for these years and just really admired all that you do and, and, and your passion for just ministry. I mean, I don't know if you could really pin for if it's children or adults. It's just to be able to share Christ with people. That's, That's what's it. important. That's it. So I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, also, those who are listening, uh, I'd like to thank you for listening to our podcast today. If you're listening on iTunes, please leave a comment or just follow us, and that way that may encourage others to listen to this great resource. We would love to hear from you, so if you have any questions for Dave or what we do at TM Baptist Camps, please send us an email at ccinfo at tmbaptist.org. Until next time, I hope that you look for opportunities to start a conversation about Christ with someone you know. Thanks for listening to Camp Radio, a podcast production of TN Baptist Camps the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. This and other episodes can be downloaded from tnbaptistcamps.org. The ministries of Carson Springs and Linden Valley are supported through the cooperative program and gifts received through the Golden Offering for Tennessee Missions. For more information, visit tnbaptistcamps.org.